What's up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Profound Makashevsky, and I am bringing you another compilation-styled episode. So these episodes were recorded about a year and a half ago, but we're going to be looking at the bigger picture when it comes to fitness and health, weight loss, fat loss, you name it. And the overall kind of theme with these three episodes that I picked is a lot of times when people start training and they want to get their fitness and health in order, they're under this weird impression that they have to take away things in their life. Like, I'm not allowed to eat these foods. I'm not allowed to do this. I have to do this and this and this and this in order to see success. So these three episodes literally go into why you need to actually give yourself more and not more junk food or things like that, but um, a little bit differently in the way that you're thinking. And literally the first episode, episode 346, the title is Give Yourself More. And I kind of explore that whole concept. And then we're going into another episode, episode 338, um, titled The Real Reason Why You Can't Lose Weight. And, you know, when I dive into the deep root um, of why a lot of people fail, people start clicking in on why things haven't been going their way when they're trying their hardest. And then lastly, um, episode 378, titled Less Stress, More Success. And we get on the topic of how stress affects our success when it comes to not only fitness and health, but everything in our life. Um, So I think these three episodes are really going to be helpful when it comes to, you know, keeping your motivation and looking at the bigger picture. So I'm excited to get this going. So without further ado, here we go. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I am your lovely host, Rafael Matuszewski. And today, we are going to talk about a topic that most people need to hear when it comes to successful weight loss long term. Now, a lot of times when people think about changing their lifestyle habits, they automatically assume they have to eliminate things out of their life. But on the contrary, you should be giving yourself a shit ton more in order to see the success that you've always wanted to see. Now hear me out. Think about it. When you want to change your lifestyle, oh wow, my camera angle is terrible and I look like Casper the friendly fucking ghost here. Um, You obviously want to move more, eat better food, better sleep like we all know those three things but if you look at it in the sense that you have to give yourself those things you have to give yourself more than taking away then it kind of changes the mindset a little bit that you're not deprived so in reality you're actually giving yourself a lot more in order to be healthy so one you're giving your body more movement in order to create a calorie deficit we all know this two You're eating more healthy food, more vegetables, more lean protein, more water, more good carbs, just more. (laughs) 
And number three, you're giving yourself more time. Number four, you're giving yourself more sleep. So really, you're not actually depriving yourself. You're giving yourself more. And if you look at it this way compared to um, what most people look at, fitness and health is, you know, taking away, you know, they have to cut all these foods out. They have to stop going out. They have to just stop being a human and live under a rock and just eat chicken and broccoli all day and work out every single day and hate it. But really, if you change the narrative to I'm giving myself more to provide for my body and nourish my body, it's a whole other story. And I don't think anyone really thinks about it this way, right? And in the end, you end up giving yourself so much more than you think. The fact that you're changing your life, you're giving yourself more time to be on this planet to do whatever the hell it is that you want to do with your life, right? This is such bigger picture stuff, and this is what I've been talking about for, you know, years now, like literal years. I've been talking about the bigger picture forever, and when people start noticing that this is a trend and start listening to my advice, then they're finally going to get it. They're finally going to see the progress they're looking for. When, man, this is really annoying me. Like, my camera keeps sliding down. It's so annoying. Um, When they finally realize it, then all their other problems go away. Because if you're in the mindset of like, okay, I have to cut my calories to this amount. I have to cut my carbs to this amount. I have to cut out junk food completely. I have to cut out alcohol completely. I have to cut out whatever. Now your like mind becomes obsessive about all those things. And but in reality what you're trying to do is change and enrich your life by adding fitness and health to it. Like it's such a backwards concept. Like it doesn't make sense. Right? Think about it this way. Like I always like to use um education for some reason if you wanted to learn any topic in university it means that you need to go somewhere or online to learn all these things and you end up with more knowledge you gain more experience in life you gain more experience in general when you go to school you don't think about cutting things out of your life other than like if you were juggling three jobs and taking care of two children as a single parent, yeah, you're gonna have to cut things out. But for the most part, people are not thinking about all the stuff they need to cut out of their life in order to do, get, you know, get into whatever education field they want and succeed in it, right? It's so backwards, but in fitness and health, the moment you wanna get healthy, you just start cutting everything out of your life. Like, that's pretty miserable. Like, no wonder so many people have a tough time um, sticking with a regimen. So, if you look at it this way, where, you know, it's like, yes, I'm going to make the decision that I'm going to get healthy finally, I'm going to give myself more. Like, that's what I want people to start saying to themselves, I'm going to give myself more. More vegetables, more water, more lean protein, more better choices. It doesn't mean you have to cut out burgers and fries completely. 
Like, fuck, every weekend, I love to drink craft beer. It doesn't mean I have to cut it out completely. If I wanted to, like, shred myself completely, then, yeah, I'm going to have to give that up. But I thoroughly enjoy craft beer, so I'm not going to give that up, right? You can give your body more. And to a certain point, even if you start cutting things out, like, yeah, I'm going to go on a deficit, you can only go on a deficit for so long before your body goes, I need more. I need more. It's just finding that perfect balance, right? So I think this is kind of the secret sauce to finally seeing success. And if people can just get that through their head, they'll finally see what they need to do, right? Stressing over all the things that you're trying to cut out of your life is going to throw you into a tailspin going backwards. And that's the last thing you want at this point. Now, how to actually do this? You're going to have to do a lot of mental work. You're going to have to almost do like an audit of what your brain is saying. You know, sometimes when people are in a public situation and someone offers them like a cookie because they brought some to work, brought some to whatever, and you have like this internal dialogue of a struggle that, no, I can't have one because I'm on a diet, I'm trying to get healthy, I'm trying to lose weight, oh, I can't have any because I won't be able to stop, it's like, you know, I worked out today, maybe I should have it, no, I can't, like, that's fucking stressful, like all these little decisions that you, you know, go through on a daily basis, like, that's a lot to take in, like, no wonder people struggle trying to be successful with weight loss. All we really need to do is think bigger picture. That's what I've been always saying. Um, so the next time you decide that I'm going to finally get my shit together, think about what you can give more of in your life to get you to that goal. Right? We all need more sleep. How are you going to do that? We all need probably more water in our life. We all need more vegetables in our life. Do you see where I'm kind of going with this? Like, If you think about it in a different way, then you're finally going to get it. It's finally going to click rather than eliminating things. Like, I've said this on my show before. People asking me, like, well, should I like avoid fruit because there's a lot of sugar in it? And I'm like... The fact that you're asking me that, your priorities are not in check, right? The last thing you need to worry about is, should I be eliminating fruit from my diet? Like, come on now. Bigger picture. Always think bigger picture. Always give yourself more. Your body needs an adequate... um, Like, adequate movement and adequate nutrition. If you're constantly taking away and running on empty, running on fumes, your body's going to eventually tell you to F off and you're going to get into a position where you're actually so far gone from what you envisioned your success would be. So don't make things overly complicated because you've been frustrated for so long, your friend tried this skinny tea detox bullshit, and you're like, honestly, I think this is going to be it for the last time. So the next time you decide to get all gung-ho on changing your life, 
Think about what you can give more to yourself to finally see the success. And I want to talk about this concept of the real reason why you're not seeing fat loss results. The big thing that everyone doesn't even factor in, and I see this over and over and over again, and let me start by saying, if you're a person listening to the show struggling with their fitness goals, their fat loss goals, whatever it is, it's usually because psychologically there's something going on and we need to cover all facets of health and number one is our mental health because if the stuff that's happening up in here doesn't work properly so how is that stuff up here supposed to tell the rest of your body what to do and recover from it and adapt to it you know what i mean so a typical example is you know the average person in their lifetime i think the stat will be they've done at least nine kind of like crash diets to lose weight and they all lose weight during the diet but then they all gain it back plus some afterwards now this kind of cycle just goes to show that people are so desperate to finally see the weight come off and they feel that they have to do drastic things to prove their self self worth now when you're growing up especially women and don't get me wrong guys can go through this too and I'll give an example but you know as young girls growing up your parents probably told you you know you need to eat as much as possible to get big and strong they would always kind of use those words make sure you eat make sure you eat enough so you can get big and strong so when you're older blah 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 and then at some point in their lives they start hearing words like make sure you don't eat too much because you don't want to get too big you don't want to take up space you want to be thin you got to watch your figure and this can happen as early as like 10 11 years old and now think about the psychological scar that our parents are leaving on us knowing that if you eat too much you're not going to be worthy of other people's approval right this is where the root cause starts and when you kind of grow from that and you start seeing the diet culture from your parents and most likely it's the mother where they're constantly dieting saying comments about other family members who've gained weight and all these little things that pop up as a young like tween or whatever you call them now um, and teenagers you pick up on your parents behavior and you realize oh in order for me to be good enough in this world I need to be a certain shape a certain size I need to have a certain weight I can't eat certain foods I need to x y and z and this is where it starts becoming a huge problem and then you have companies out there advertising to use food as an emotional carrier if anything went wrong 
right? Like how many freaking ice cream um, companies out there have embedded into your head that when you have a rough day, you had some sort of, you know, emotional day, some sort of breakup, some sort of relationship trouble, you automatically go to your freezer and eat ice cream. Like that's been around probably since the mid 80s. Like you're having relationship issues, go have a pint of ice cream. Like it just goes hand in hand. But that doesn't actually do anything. Like if you actually look at some research um, about like binge eating on foods and for those listening like you know personally I've gone through a lot of binge eating issues like a lot and I would say like only now I kind of have the grasp over it but I still have binge tendencies before it used to be really really bad but when you look into binge research and I went down this rabbit hole because I was trying to figure my shit out um Almost 99% of the time when people binge eight, and I mean like really to a point where they have no self-control to stop until they feel sick, that's binge eating. They get to that point so they can relieve their, you know, anxiousness, their stress, their emotions, whatever it is. And at the time as they're using food to help fight off these emotions they feel a little bit better but the moment they stop 99% of all those um, people in this research uh, study said that they felt worse than when they first started right but for some reason we have it embedded in our head that food will help ease the pain no matter what but there's always that feeling of guilt after and this is where it can go into purging and stuff like that but there you have it like from a young age many young young girls going into puberty and then eventually adulthood have built probably two decades worth of you know messages that in order for them to have self-worth they have to look a certain way and be a certain weight and also on top of that take down any other woman that looks out of the ordinary shape that society wants you to look like. Like, that's really fucked up if you think about it. Now, for guys, and this is a personal experience of mine, you know, if you listen to my show from the very beginning or listen to my first episode to kind of, like, figure out what this show is about, I was obese. I was heavy. I weighed over 200 pounds and then lost it all. But growing up as a kid, I was always the fat kid. And I remember um, I always dealt with a lot of health issues growing up. And when I would go to the doctor, the doctor would always weigh me. And I was like the worst feeling ever. And I remember I was like at a point where they're like, if you keep gaining weight, you will get diabetes at a young age. And if you get diabetes at a young age, like that's some serious shit. And from that moment I remember like my parents would always you know tell me things like oh don't eat too much you're gonna get too fat don't eat that eat this instead like all those little things at a young age of like nine ten years old and then kids at school making fun of you for being overweight like that shit will leave a scar or two you know what I mean and now when you become an adult 
and you're trying to finally undo decades of psychological scars and coming from an environment that did not nurture who you are as an individual and teach you what self-worth really is, fuck, you would have a hard time losing weight and being committed to something. Like, it's not rocket science. So a lot of times, I tell people that are on this quest to finally lose weight and be done with it, it starts with your mental health. Like, are you physically, like mentally ready to take on the burden of doing the work that you need to undo that so many of your parents, family members, friends have put on you, society, to tell you that you're not good enough if you weigh a certain way or look a certain way. Like, fuck, that is some tough shit. And this is why I tell people like, weight loss, fat loss, any fitness goal is not just a six week thing, an eight week thing, three month thing. It's a lifestyle. Like you have to undo a lot of shit in order to see success finally. So I'm going to leave it there. I want you guys to really think about, you know, looking deep down inside you and figuring out if you've actually worked your shit out for this next, you know, step in your life that, you know, gyms are reopening, I gained some weight again, I need to get my shit together, start developing yourself personally in here and in here. And for those who are listening, I point to my heart and my head. Like work on yourself. You know, don't get caught up with all the shit that's out there because the moment you start being true to yourself and really focusing on building you as a better person, it all comes together. And this is what I've been talking about like this past year in my podcast is the bigger picture. This is the bigger picture. You losing weight is like 10% of the whole puzzle piece. The rest is like what's going on in your head. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully that kind of gave you some insight, some, um, you know, things to think about. My podcast listeners, this is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and this is another edition of Cut the Shit, Get Fit, blog, a podcast thing. And I'm excited today because for the first time since... Christmas, I am taking time off. I have been working so fucking hard nonstop since December of last year. And I feel like it's a well-deserved break. And the funny thing, people keep asking, oh, what are you going to do for four days off of work? And I'm like, I'm going to fucking sleep because I need it. It's funny how something like that, when I answer people, they're like, oh man, I am so jealous. I think everyone's had a rough go this year and we just just need some time. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also excited because Christmas is coming up 
and no matter how shitty 2020 was or will become, can't stop the Christmas cheer, you guys. I know it's only November 4th, but fuck it. Love Christmas. Um, Today's topic, I'm going to go old school, where I used to talk about weight loss all the fucking time, and... I recently just put up a post about, you know, pasta nutrition, and, uh, by the way, pasta or pasta, how do you say it, let me know, um, and I had, like, a comparison chart of, like, whole wheat and white, uh, pasta and protein plus and rice pasta and some other stuff, right, and, going into that post I was like you know what I'm gonna write all like the nutritional benefits of each one blah blah but I'm like this is this is the issue of this diet culture that we have here especially in the western hemisphere where you know people are like okay I need to lose weight I need to start measuring food tracking grams of protein grams of carbs I can't have this much fat I need to eat it like there's so many restrictions and people just assume like that's the way I'm supposed to eat and diet properly to see like success finally and don't get me wrong it does work but it almost creates this like I would would call it like an obsessive behavior towards eating and I just I just can't get behind that because the more you stress about what not to eat or stress about if you had too much or a little less or you're like stressing about how hungry you are because you decided to pick a calorie deficit that was way too big that to begin with because you want to like fast track this thing like everyone falls into these things like they they go to the extreme and not just like what's the minimum dose that i need to have an effect you know what i mean like I always give that example, like, you can boil water at 400 degrees, but you can also boil it at 100 degrees. It might just take longer, but you're going to get there, you know? Um, So that being said, like, this obsessive behavior becomes a stressful environment. And when it comes to long-term weight loss and successful weight loss, stress is, like, the the enemy the fucking kryptonite to your superman like it fucks up your shit pretty bad and to make a long story short if you go off the logic that because everyone knows like oh stress is bad stress causes the rise of cortisol levels cortisol will create fat blah 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 like we all know this we've all read this we've all heard it we've all seen the blogs we all have seen the posts on Facebook you don't actually read, but you just, like, read the the title of the article. And this compulsive behavior and stressful behavior of, like, oh, I need to restrict my calories, I need to eat this much, I can't eat that, I can't only eat this, I can blah, blah, blah. It almost sets you back even further, even though you've, like, switched on in a mental state that I'm going to be eating healthier and eating in a deficit to lose weight, you now have created a more stressful environment for your body to not really thrive on. Like, if you ask anyone, if I put you in a high-stress situation every single day, will your body thrive? 
no. Like, it will not, like, at all. It will not thrive at all. And when I see people go down this rabbit hole, it's like there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And when I coach nutrition with my clients, they all come from this kind of um, background of nutrition that they know of. Like, it has to be so strict and rigorous and whatever. And people are just assuming that that's the right way but really it's just like small little changes go a long way and number one don't fucking stress about food like food is there for you to enjoy if you want to look like someone that's ready to go on a cover of a fucking fitness magazine yes it is going to be painful yes you can you need to be so meticulous with every single gram of protein, carbs, and fat that you put in your body. You need to have adequate sleep. You need to have low stress. Like, it's an entire job within itself. So, for the most part, I think everyone listening, unless you are a figure competitor or bodybuilder, it doesn't really matter if you're going to be following a diet to the gram. The overall goal is just to lose like 10 pounds. Losing 10 pounds doesn't mean that I'm going to have shredded abs. But sometimes that's what people think is that wherever they are in their journey, if they lose like 10 to 20 pounds, they think they're going to be shredded. But really to get to that shredded look requires a lot of sacrifice. Like, I mean a lot. And if you are the average person that's a gym goer that's looking to get that shredded and you have a full-time job and kids, like, fuck, dude, come on. Like, let's be real. Let's, you got to be realistic with your goals, right? That doesn't mean that you can never get there. It's just going to take you longer. And it's funny, like, um, because of COVID, a lot of people... Um, haven't seen me in a while and when I've you know crossed paths they all said like oh you've like changed like did you lose weight like it looks like you've changed and honestly I haven't really done anything other than I've switched up my training a little bit more like my volumes a little bit higher than usual and I've switched to eating two meals instead of three and that's it and my body's actually changed because like I noticed it maybe two months ago when I posted a video um, doing a bird dog and I was like oh fuck like my upper body got a lot bigger and like I just look more muscular like I have more muscle mass than I did last year right and like you know if you guys have been following me on Facebook and Instagram I repost a lot of videos that um, I've had in the past and just update the the context of it in the writing and a lot of times I was like, wow, like my body's changed a lot. And the only things I changed is training frequencies up, I'm eating less and drinking more beer. Like, and that, that, that's the funny thing is like people, when they notice that my body's changed because they haven't seen me in a while, they're like, oh, like, what did you, what are you doing? What's your secret? And I'm like, I eat two meals and I drink beer, like literally, <laughs> like almost every day. That's like the biggest thing I changed. Did I hit like some sort of secret? No, I'm just more active and that's created a deficit probably. And I've been eating less and that's also a deficit as well. And I probably eat more on the weekends and I can sustain my muscle mass, maybe gain a little bit more. Like, am I tracking my food? 
Hell no. I haven't tracked my food probably for three years. And I remember when I went through that whole phase of tracking every single gram, like, it fucking sucked. Like, one time I was off my macros and my dinner was literally like three ounces of chicken breast and like a handful of broccoli. And that's all I could have. And I hated myself, like hated, hated. And, you know, it wasn't really worth it, right? If my job depended on me looking super lean and super ripped, then it's a whole different discussion. But for the most part, even myself, a trainer, like I'm fit. I'm not shredded fit, but do I really need to be? Like, is my life going to be that much more fulfilling if I was shredded? Probably not. You know, like it, it all comes down to goals. But when the general population that I work with starts stressing about every little detail about their food, then it becomes counterproductive of you achieving your goals. You know, and I, that's like the last thing you want to see. So a lot of times is if you just kind of create a game plan, like say whatever you are doing for nutrition right now. And you know that, oh, I could eat a little less, I can eat more vegetables, and I can probably eat more protein. Like, those three things are easy to do without meticulously tracking every single gram of food that goes into your mouth. So if you go off of that logic and start doing that as of today, and just focus on that and enjoy life, you're probably going to hit all the... um, goals that you're looking for if you want them to go faster that's where you know you're gonna have to push it a little bit more and this like the exercise portion comes into play here too and all you really need to do is say if you're training one day a week you go to two if you're going to two days a week already go to three like do three strength workouts go for three long walks three jogs three bike rides three fucking hikes like whatever it is like do something active every day do a kin stretch workout with me if i ever post one online do a mobility like just move like fitness and health is really simple it's move more eat less move every day like move your body eat good food and and not so much large quantities like don't make it complicated like going to the other side of the spectrum of where you're tracking every little thing and you're stressing about it is not going to make you a better human being. It's not going to make you better, right? There's more to life than just tracking food nonstop. And I think people tend to forget that. And when I have this conversation with some people that have been like all over the map with eating and have been trying every single crash diet you can think of, and I give them this advice and they look at me like, okay, but like, what do I actually have to do? And I'm like, that's, this is not the point. This is not what you need to like focus on. Like you need to just make it simple. Like a hundred years ago, 50 years ago, like we've had really, really fit people. And a lot of it was just people just ate like a normal human being and not like an asshole. Like if you eat a full dinner and you decide to eat a whole bag of chips after, there's some underlying issues that we need to deal with psychologically. If you're 
drinking beer like I am, but you don't just have one or two, you're ending up drinking like a six pack all at one go, then we got some other underlying issues that we need to work through too, right? Like people have been fit and healthy decades, if not a century before us, and it wasn't anything like special. It wasn't any secret diet. It wasn't any like, oh, if you go vegan, that's the answer. Oh, if you do intermittent fasting, that's the answer. Like any diet out there is going to work. It's just, can you do it for the rest of your life? Is it, is it going to fit your lifestyle? Is it going to make you happy within the situation that you're in? Like these are all the big picture questions you need to ask yourself, you know? Um, I'm going to stop it there because I can ramble forever. But um, hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram. Give me a five-star review on this podcast, on anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are amazing. Until next time.